Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an independent record label. Today's a kind of a special episode because I want to share a new free resource that I just created that I thought would be helpful for you. I was reading this um, kind of small, a book for small businesses, and it was, uh, it talked about like when you have a new product or you have a new idea for your business to kind of create this brief you know, if you've ever worked in marketing, you've ever you've heard of like marketing briefs where like uh, before you launch a new initiative or a new product, you have to kind of fill out this questionnaire that like lists the details and then the opportunities and some of the threats or weaknesses and that kind of stuff for your new product. And then everybody on your team reviews it. And it's basically just a way to kind of oversee everything and make sure you're not missing anything. Well, as I was reading about that template and looking at this example template that the book provided, I thought... This would be really good for record labels to do when it comes to their new releases. Most record labels don't have new products. We're not launching new ideas or new software, but we are releasing new releases every week, every month, uh, many times a year. And that could be singles. It could be EPs. It could be full-length records. It could be reissues or compilations. And perhaps it also could be merch and other initiatives. But I want to focus on creating a template, a new release brief template for you to use moving forward. Now, you can open this up, take a look around and go, this isn't for me, I have my own system. Maybe you copy and paste some of it into a Word doc or a Google doc and you make a bespoke version, or maybe you just open this up in Acrobat and you fill in the forms and it keeps you organized. That's kind of my hope. So before we dive into it, we're gonna talk about what it is and why it's important. I want you, if you're at a computer now or wherever you are, if you can access this template, it might be helpful for you to kind of follow along. So you can download this for free by going, there's two ways. First of all, just go to otherrecordlabels.com slash brief. There'll be a link in the description of this episode. That's otherrecordlabels.com slash brief, not briefs. Don't be weird. It's just brief. And in there, you can enter your email and download it. If you're on our newsletter, then the day this episode comes out on the Tuesday, you'll get an email with a direct download link. So if you're on our newsletter, open up the Record Label Insights weekly newsletter, and you should see a direct download link to download the PDF. So it's a PDF. What's cool about it is it has fillable forms. So you'll see all of the boxes and checkboxes are highlighted, and that's where you can click on it and enter your own information. So go to the newsletter and download it right now or go to otherrecordlabels.com slash brief. If you're on the train or if you're working out, that's okay. You can grab it later and you can just listen to me kind of describe what it is and why I think it's important. I like, I don't know if you've noticed this over the years. I like being organized. I kind of like the administrative side of running a record label. That was something I never complained about. In fact, I always preferred to make spreadsheets over going to live shows. I know not everyone's like that, but there is a bit of that. You know, if you got into this job, uh, being an entrepreneur, you have some sort of, um, just a little bit of that, um, administrative side, I should hope. Anyway, so what is this new release brief? It is a reusable document that helps you organize all of your data for your upcoming release. And that could be a single, an EP, a comp, just a regular full-length record, whatever. So it's a reusable document. So you're going to download this from me for free. And by the way, if you're part of our Record Label Academy, 
uh, or if previously known as the Everything Bundle. If you've ever purchased that, then I'm going to send you a Word document version as, as well. So you'll get separately, you guys will get some editable templates, including the PDF and Word doc uh, and some other formats. Um, but this is a reusable document. So you download it and you duplicate it for, for you know, releases for the rest of the year. What are the benefits of using something like this? Well, to me, I like the idea of clearly organizing all of the details and plans for your upcoming release. I always, I also like the, and we'll go through it one by one in a second. So you'll know what I'm talking about. But I also like the challenge of saying, okay, what are three unique opportunities that this release has? Well, you know, the band works at a pressing plant and, and he gets 50% off manufacturing vinyl, or maybe this person um, is is a streaming juggernaut and Spotify loves this band and anything they release, uh, they get put on an editorial playlist. So those are these like opportunities that you can list. And so this document provides that opportunity to stop for a second and go, what are like are these opportunities that are unique to this release? And they could and, and and I think when you stop and think, and if nothing comes to mind super easy right away, if you're doing this with the artist or with the band, you can really dig deep and go, oh, I never thought about that. That could actually be an interesting angle that we use to help promote and to help get this music into people's ears. I love this quote. I've said it on this show a million times. What gets measured gets managed. And what that means is if we take a second to kind of compile all our thoughts, to write down some numbers, to write down our goals, to write down some of our expectations, some of the things that might make this release a little bit challenging. Maybe uh, I did a release with uh, an artist 11 years ago and they uh, we were releasing it in a week after they released it, they went away to camp, to work at a camp in the woods that had no Wi-Fi or communication. Now, in hindsight, I should have been like, why don't we just hold on to this EP for a couple of months until you come back in the winter and we'll release it then so that you can play some shows. Um, you know, so there's like, it's really helpful to kind of stop and say, what are the threats or what are the disadvantages that we might experience? And so this quote, what gets measured gets managed. Uh, it's just knowing um, what you have and, and, and what you have to work with. Uh, what is understood about the record and what is missing and what is not understood and what is ready to go. And what, um, I just feel like once you get it all on paper, you start, you visually see the holes, right? You see, visually see blank spots and go, we don't know what the pre-release singles are. And that's what that quote means. What gets measured gets managed. Well, what is this not? It's not a marketing tool per se. I know you're probably thinking, oh, this is like uh, a marketing brief, even though it kind of comes from that world. This is actually just more of like a general information document. It's also not an external document. There's no reason that you're, the general public should be seeing this. This is like an internal business boring document. Also, I should just say off the top, it's not essential. This is just all part of being an organized record label. The people in our community have resonated with some of the checklists and templates I've done in the past. And so I try to do one like once a quarter because there are some of you out there, there's a lot of you out there who like to be organized, who like to kind of get things down on paper or at least on the screen. But it, this is not essential. So we're going to go through what does it include? I mean, there's things like artist and songwriter details and all of their key metadata that's going to come in handy when you're uploading this release to your distributor. 
Uh, like I mentioned, there's objectives and sales goals and streaming goals. And then there's information about physical formats and pre-release singles and some of the unique opportunities or unique disadvantages that you are going to experience um, for this release. Okay, let's go through this together. Remember, you can download this at otherrecordlabels.com slash brief. Just press pause, go there, download it right away. It's a PDF. It's a fillable form PDF, which if you're on a Mac, you can use uh, Preview. It will work in Mac Preview, which is a free program. I think this will work in the free version of Acrobat as well, uh, or the obviously it will work in the paid version. And then I don't know if there's other um, PDF viewers. I don't know what it is on Windows, but uh, you can download it at otherrecordlabels.com slash brief, uh, or it's the direct link is in your newsletter. So you'll see, and I'm, I'm going to burn through this really quickly because I don't want this to be boring if you don't have this in front of you. Um, but just some basic information, right? It's really important that we're just like getting this on paper so that we know. And also, you know, I do this because it helps me stay organized, but it's also cool if you kept this in a Dropbox or if you made your own version on a Google Doc that you shared with the artist. That does a couple things. It gets everybody on the same page, especially um, some of the, you know, people who need hand-holding, some of the artists that need hand-holding, it gets them on the same page, like the drummer. The drummer probably needs hand-holding for sure. But it gets everybody on the same page. It gets the, um, if they have multiple team members on the same page, that's really helpful. <clears throat> I also think it's kind of good how it shows your artists that you're organized, that you're a professional record label, and that you're doing some hard work for them. So, in this brief, in the top right corner, you're going to see like some internal document stuff. So you you put your record label name and basically who filled this out and the date you filled this out. That helps you just kind of stay organized. But the bulk of it is obviously your release title. And so that will be what is the name of the EP? What is the name of the album? Your release date. And then I have some checkboxes next to release date. Like, is this release date confirmed? Is it finalized? Is it tentative? Like pretty much confirmed, but we're just waiting on vinyl to make sure that it works out. Is it to be determined? We're just going to say right now it's spring, but to be determined. Um, what type of release type is it? Is it single, EP, album? Is this a box set, compilation, or something else? Of course, the artist name, and then you can check a box for compilation. If there's going to be multiple artist names, you might want to throw a sticky note in there. Other artists who are featured, and so you might have track five features this artist, and those, those things are good to know because when you upload to your distributor, you're going to want to tag that artist on the song so that this song gets included on that artist's new release radar for their fans. And so it's really helpful if you've worked with an artist on a song or multiple songs to tag them on Spotify so that more people are exposed to this release. Um, we're also talking about formats. So what formats are we doing here? Are we doing just downloads on, on Bandcamp? Are we also doing streaming? Maybe it's we're digital only, so we're doing just downloads and just streaming. Then there's a box for CD and cassettes and vinyl and other. I don't know what other could be. Um, happy to find out. Then there's uh, four, six main boxes here. Okay. And this is where you, you write a little bit of a paragraph here. So number one box is description. So let's briefly describe the details of this release. Again, what gets measured gets managed. It's really helpful to just get this out of your head and onto the page. If for no one else, but for yourself. Right. And so, okay, we're going to briefly describe the details of this release. I just, um, little self promotion here. I just, uh, I'm putting out a record ASAP and I 
me personally on my label. And I um, wrote this, wrote and recorded this record. I should do an episode about it, even though it's um, self-promo, but it was such an interesting experience. I really should share it with you. But I wrote and recorded this album in 10 days. And that's like unheard of for me. I'm, it usually takes me two years to make a record. And I made a nine song record in in 10 days. And then I immediately had it mastered and sent to manufacturing. And within two and a half months, I have I have it in my hands right now sitting next to me on, in, on vinyl, which I think is crazy. And so if I were filling out this new release brief, I would kind of mention that. Briefly describe the details of this release. Okay, well, for me, it's like my sixth full-length record. It was a record that was um, recorded and mixed in 10 days. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the genre. The second box is key features. Highlight three interesting or exciting things about this release. So again, just using my own record as a, um, a subliminal, uh, promotion to you. No, using my own record as like an example here, I would be like, okay, the fact that this was written and recorded in 10 days and it was like pressed to vinyl in like eight weeks is just unheard of for me. And I just think it's kind of cool. And so that's a key feature is that people are like the journalists are going to want to run with that because it's kind of cool. And even fans are going to be like, that's cool. And internally, I'm like, that's the story I'm telling people. Um, and it also would be like, oh, when people listen to it, like, this is crap. Well, it was only, it took me only 10 days to make. Um, so other key features might be, this is a vinyl only release, which is really cool, right? Um, that that could be kind of interesting. Um, or I don't know. I don't know what it is for you. Um, and this document is meant to help you um, think what that might be. Uh, opportunities list the advantages and potential market openings for this release. Well, for me, um, one of the things I was doing on my release was when I had this record that came out of nowhere and was literally like a week and a half and it was ready to go. I sent a copy to this distributor who has been kind enough to buy a hundred copies of vinyl, uh, for every one of my releases in the past couple of years. And it really helps me decide whether I'm going to move forward with a record or move forward move forward with it on vinyl. And so I sent him a SoundCloud link and I told him this like kind of, listen, this just came out of nowhere. It's different sounding than my other stuff. What do you think? And he got back to me. He's like, I love it. Sign me up for hundred copies. And so that was an opportunity I knew I had. I also knew that like I have some recent support from a few retailers in Japan. And so that's an opportunity. I also knew that this was a genre that is very Spotify friendly. So right there, those are three opportunities that this record uh, has. Okay, challenges. What are the potential roadblocks you might encounter with this release? Well, I like to have a long runway for my albums. I like to be very thoughtful about what singles are coming out. And so this is a, the fact that I've never released something out of the blue could be a huge opportunity and a unique selling point of the album, but it also could be a challenge. It could be that my fans are not into this type of thing. It could be too different. It could be too close to my previous record or, or the record that I'm doing next year. So these are the kind of challenges that are like, you know how they say some of your, your greatest strengths could also be your greatest weaknesses. So that's kind of what we're looking for here. It also, this is the first time I would have released something close to summer. And I think that could be a challenge. I think some people check out during summer, whereas like I've, I've always released music in the fall. And so that's another potential challenge. Uh, the fifth box is target customer. And so you could say for fans of similar artists, you could also talk a little bit about the geographic region or maybe the demogra uh, demographic of your 
target customer for this, either this release or just this artist in general. This is something that normally wouldn't change uh, release to release. It maybe wouldn't even change for your entire record label. Maybe your record label has a target customer that stays the same for all of your releases. And then finally, the, the next box is market access. Describe your access and approach to this market. So um, what does that mean? Well, the target car customer is your market. And so what uh, avenues is do you have available to you to get this music out there? And so let's say you have a YouTube channel. That's all you need. If it's a huge YouTube channel of people who love this genre, then that's your market access. Um, you know, if for me, I had some vinyl distributors, I had a, I uh, had a, a big American distributor and I had two Japanese distributors. And then I have a few local record stores that I was like, you know what, if this doesn't, I also have market access in streaming and I have a good relationship with my Spotify listeners. And so hopefully that's going to do well. But at the same time, uh, if not from a vinyl standpoint, I feel like I could take care of at least 100 copies or 150 copies or so. So you have to ask yourself, what are what's our market access here? Uh, and if you don't have market access, that's, that's again, what gets measured gets managed. And so when you measure your market access and say, we actually don't have access to, to these people, we need to go and work on that and, and figure that out and find out how we can create some sort of channel to people who like this kind of music. Okay, on the second page is marketing message. So we are doing, we are touching on a little bit of marketing stuff here, but we're briefly describing the details of this release. And so using my record as an example, I already told you basically it would be the fact that this was quickly recorded. It was like, you know, it just really, really unique experience. That alone is a marketing message. Um, we did an episode a few years ago with Sammy Main about, writing an artist bio. And so if you feel like you don't have an obvious story for my record, I was lucky that I had this obvious story for this record, but I've released records before and I just don't know what the story is, right? Like, was this recorded in lockdown during COVID? Well, no. So like, what's the cool angle for this? And we did this episode with Sammy Main. She gave this incredible, she's a great bio writer, by the way, but she gave this incredible, incredible example of, um, or, or this incredible exercise where you sit down and chat with the artist and record it, record it on your iPhone and just at, interview them about this album and then listen back to that interview. And there might be some quotes that you can take out or some interesting things that they were ex going through or experiencing that will help you define, uh, and create your marketing message for this album. Um, below that is an album bio, which is basically the same as a marketing message, but maybe a bit, maybe shaved and, and cleaned up a little bit. It might be like three sentences, like a really mini paragraph that you copy and paste into Bandcamp, uh, or, you know, your Shopify store or into the email blast when you're promoting this record. And then there, there could be a one liner too. I've been kind of throwing around this like lo-fi folk album that was written and recorded in 10 days. That is my one-liner and coming up with an album one-liner isn't essential, but it's helpful. Uh, and then the next box is distribution channels. Um, what distribution channels are you doing? Is it streaming, Bandcamp? And these are all check boxes, so you can check them all if they all apply. National retail, local indie retail, like basically your hometown record store, uh, online store, uh, international retail, for example. Um, 
manufacturing quantities, what quantities are you doing of CD, cassettes, vinyl, or other? Is it zero for all of those? Is it 100 each? Again, this is a good time to just think about that. These questions force you to think about it. There's a box for track listing. I always like to have my track listing listed somewhere because I have to copy and paste it many times for my press one sheet or when I'm uploading to a distributor. Uh, if Here's the thing. Um, I have been involved with recording the records on my label for the past 12, 13 years, and I often have an intimate relationship with the songs. But if you're a label that is just like getting an album, hearing it for the first time and releasing it, you're not as familiar with the track listing or the song names or even what song names go with what sounds, you know what I mean? And so it's important that your artist provides you with a track listing with the correct spelling for each word and song title and that it's in order and that they review it. And so having the track listing here that you can always check back to, especially if you don't know 100%. What song is this again? Then there's um, a box for a couple boxes for pre-release singles. I have a box here for three different pre-release singles and their release date. I've talked about this many times before, so I won't go into it, but I always do two to three pre-release singles just to capitalize on that Spotify for artist pitching opportunity. Um, we also have a box for album credits. Uh, this is really important to list the instrumentalists who performed on this record, uh, the engineer, the producer, the mix engineer, the recording studio, where it was recorded, what country, what city it was recorded in, uh, your mastering engineer. Um, and then also, you could also potentially put some other songwriting credits in here, although there might be another spot for this. Total running time. Listen, some of these things you go, why do I need to know the total running time of the album? Well, physical formats, it's really important, right? So total running time, let's say this total running time is like 58 minutes. It's a long album. And then the artist is like, I think we should do vinyl. Well, you can access this document and go, look, our, our uh, total running time is 58 minutes. That's not going to fit on two sides. If it does fit on two sides, it's going to sound like crap. So you're going to need to do two, a double disc vinyl, which means it's going to essentially double the cost of our manufacturing. So are we sure we want to do that? The other thing I like to know my total running time and have that on file for if I'm doing cassettes, because cassettes, it's ideal if both sides are the same length. And so it's nice to be able to split that number in half and then figure out uh, how long of a tape you're going to need to manufacture, that kind of stuff. Okay, let's move on to the last page, which is page three. And a couple other forms here include the public announcement date. This is really important. And then the pre-order date. Remember at the very beginning, I talked about release date. So if your release date is June 1st, 2024, well, when is the public going to find out about that? Is it a surprise drop? Well, in that case, the pre-order date doesn't exist and the public announcement date would be June 1st, 2024. But in a lot of cases, we kind of do a pre-order date and an announcement on the same day. And it's like usually a month to two months before release date. So it's good to get that listed. Uh, digital price, there's a, a form for all the, our pricing here. Digital price doesn't matter too much other than Bandcamp. Like people still buy digital albums on Bandcamp. So we would say uh, $6, $5, whatever, $8, depending on the size. If it's a digital, if it's just a single, I often do singles for free. I don't charge a dollar for people. I think that's kind of silly, but you do you. Physical retail price. Okay, so what is the retail price for CD, tape, and vinyl? 
uh, physical wholesale price. Um, this okay. What's the difference? Well, if you are selling physical retail price, would also be the price for your vinyl record on Bandcamp. So right now I'm selling a record for twenty six dollars. I think so. Twenty six dollars on Bandcamp, and um, and if I were to go to my local record store, I would want them to sell it for about twenty five or twenty five ninety nine, twenty four ninety nine, twenty six ninety nine, somewhere around that range. And then the physical wholesale price is different in the sense that what am I going to sell it to my distributor or my local record store? And so they might want to make a 30 to 40% markup on the wholesale price. So you might be selling it to them for $13 or $14, and then they're going to sell it to the customer for $24.99, that kind of thing. Uh, there's also a, um, a real quick little spot here for um, sales projections. So that would be things like, um, how much, and again, this is just kind of a fun little exercise, but how many vinyl do we expect to sell in the first week? Um, how many, uh, do we expect to sell in the first month or the first six months? Um, how many do we expect to sell of cassettes or CDs? Um, and then also stuff like, um, digital downloads, like you can open up your Bandcamp numbers from the previous, uh, releases and go, okay, in the first week of our, la the release that we did last month, we sold, um, 50 copies of digital downloads in the first week. And so that kind of sets a good goal, or you could look up the artists previous sales. And two years ago when they had an album, they sold 25 copies, uh, on vinyl on release day. And they sold 50 copies on release week. And so it's just good to know those numbers. And you can say, let's, let's aim for 10% better. And, and, and so this just gives you a, an idea for sales projections. You use this with caution. You don't want to get your hopes up or the artist's hopes up when they look at this and go, oh my goodness, we're going to be rich after week one uh, or after month one. Um, you don't want to, you want to uh, temper expectations and you don't even have to use this sales projection if you don't want to. I kind of do because... I just need to budget, you know, I need to justify. I like to look back as I'm preparing a release and if I'm going to do vinyl or if I'm going to do cassettes or CDs or all of them, I like to pull up my sales data for the past year on, or even the past two years on an album and be like, okay, so release week wasn't that great, but I ended up selling 80 copies of this vinyl record over two years out of the hundred that I have, and I ended up making a profit. So yeah, it's going to cost me a lot of upfront costs, but eventually you do make a profit. And so having those numbers, historical numbers, uh, helps me moving forward. That's pretty much it. And then there's a little section for extra notes. And again, you can print this off and you can just write in by hand, or you can use it digitally, uh, as a PDF and just type in these forms here. Uh, and then if you're a part of our Record Label Academy, you can get it as a, a Word doc um, and and create your own with it and, and make those changes. So make sure you download this at otherrecordlabels.com slash brief. And listen, I, like I said at the beginning, is it essential? No, it's not essential. Nothing we really talk about is essential, but it is. it does add to this compounding of like healthy practices. What gets measured gets managed. And these little things that I think will help you stay organized and give your releases, whether it's a single, an EP, or a full length, give them the, their best shot 
at getting heard, at breaking even, and at making the artists happy to, that they signed with your record label. So get your copy of this. Uh, you can download it uh, directly from our weekly newsletter. If you're listening to this uh, the week it came out, then just check your email for that newsletter. And there's a copy in there. If not, go to otherrecordlabels.com slash brief and the link will be in the description. Thanks for listening. <laughs>